This is the Cal and KO Show brought to you by Anchor FM. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, this is actually the Cal Minus KO Show right now. It is the first week of the NFL season. It is Monday, September 11th. We've got a Monday night football doubleheader. But like I said, it's September 11th. So before we move on, I want to make sure that we uh, show our love and appreciation and in remembrance for September 11th and what happened 16 years ago, the first responders that were there, the victims we've lost, the families affected, uh, we never forget on this day and we have heavy hearts on this day for all of the people affected by that event. Uh, so now that that's out the way, I'm excited for this doubleheader ESPN Monday Night Football. We've got the Saints and the Vikings. Uh, Adrian Peterson, new saint, going against his former team, Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota, it appears. So uh, this should be a very nice uh, homecoming of some events. And then the double, the second game of the doubleheader is the one I'm the most excited about. Being down here in San Diego, we have our former team, our former loves, the San Diego Chargers. They're now the L.A. Chargers, and they're going against the Denver Broncos. Uh, me and Kasim, KO. We will be watching the game out and about downtown at the local pub, 4th Avenue, downtown San Diego. We're going to be recording from down there. We're going to watch the game. We're going to give our feedback. Make sure you are listening to us on Anchor FM. Download the app, Anchor FM. Search for us, Cal and KO. Cal with a K. K-A-L. K-O. Pretty simple. Search us. Add the app. Call in. Leave your comments. I've got one right here from a good buddy of ours, Richard Ote. We call him Buckwheat Ote. All right. So um, he's calling in response to uh, the Stay in Your Lane segment that Kasim uh, went on a rant about not too long ago. I'm going to play his call in. We would love some more feedback from anybody out there listening. And if you want to come join us, like again, we're going to be watching the Charger Bronco game downtown today, the local 4th Avenue, downtown San Diego. Come join us. Come hang out. Have a beer. Ask questions to KO. I'm pretty boring. You don't want to ask me anything. And let's watch some football and have fun. All right, Rich, I'm going to let you take it away right now. And Kasim, why don't you hit up the show and won't you do your job before we get there? Holla at your boy. What is happening, gentlemen? How are you? It's Richard Ote out here in San Diego, right down the road from you guys. And uh, calm check-in. First and foremost, glad you're on Anchor. Super, super stoked to see it when I saw Calvin pop on. Um, and uh, and I totally understand where you're coming from, Kasim, in, in, in this, uh, you know, people who haven't played it, having commentary on it. But I'll play a little, little bit of devil's advocate slash question with you. Um, do you all, is the coach or commentator supposed to be better than the player? Right, like I know that's a strange wording, but like Michael Jordan's better than his coach. He could kick his coach's ass one on one every single time, but yet Michael Jordan still has a coach because he needs to see it from a different perspective. Thoughts? What do you think? I'm not trying to disagree with you. I think you get what I'm saying. Peace out. This is Kasim Osgar of the Calvin KO Show, and I'm currently. Uh Hanging with the baby right now, uh, about to get ready for Monday Night Football so we can record. Um, definitely a lot of excitement for kickoff Sunday. Definitely some great games. Uh, first off, I think Kirk Cousins did an amazing job 
even though he didn't get the win, I think that he came out and proved that he's very deserving of the franchise tag. And I think that even more so, I believe he should get a contract renewed and it should rival that of Matt Stafford because Kirk Cousins is the kind of guy we can rally behind. He's the kind of guy that's like the six-man mentality where he come off the bench, he's lighting the team up, he's getting them on fire, he's getting ready to go. And there's a lot of good things going on there with Kirk Cousins. I think they have a future with that guy. So hopefully he can pan out so I look smart and look, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, Cal, what are your thoughts? Hit me back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about Olivia. That was the worst song ever. Olivia's boyfriend. Olivia. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. No, I said it it way back in 2003. Shittiest song ever. I used to tell the guy, I used to tell Sean, I said, we score a touchdown, don't play that song. I don't want to hear that shit. Don't play it, please. I said, nobody on the team likes it. So you wanted to play it? Oh, yeah, but the fans like it. I said, do you want us to win? Then stop playing that song. No one likes that song. Uh, Is that why P.O.D. made the song that they made? Yep. Is it really it? Yep. I told Wolfie, because Wolfie was my neighbor. I said, Wolfie, can you please make a song for us? Please, something, anything. Like an anthem. We need an anthem, like a a, a get the crowd going anthem. So they made that song. And uh, DJ Rage uh, put it in the mix, and then we put it on there. And that debuted it in there. Nah, the best shit I saw was when... Wolfie didn't believe me. He's like, dude, they're not going to play that song. I said, they're going to play that song because everybody on the team wants that song. I said, LaDainian Thompson just told our guy Chris, uh, that does the uh, audio, uh, Sean, Sean McCoy. Okay. Yeah, uh, Danny Thompson told him, he said, K- K.O. gave you that song, put it on. We want that song. Thanks, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys, sir. In Oakland, they was going dumb. That was the best game. Oakland, Oakland. Oakland, they don't fuck around. They DJs go. No, it was yeah. like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they get loose. They get loose. They get loose up there. They get Our DJ in Jacksonville was real good. Chill Will. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. He was really good. You, you heard him that one time. Yep. Yeah. Chill Will was dope. Um, Niners oh. got a dope one. Niners get they, I've never they been up there. Yeah, they get loose. It was fun when Harbaugh was there. I think they put how were the practices? Like, did he have music playing in the yes. practices? Like, Har- Pete Har- Carroll and shit oh like my that? God, yeah, Harbaugh, Harbaugh played music. And then Harbaugh said... Y'all can put anything you want on. Just don't put any cuss words on. I don't want to hear the N-word. He said, I take offense to the N-word. I have a lot of black friends and, I don't, and uh, people that have, have rest in peace. Because I have friends that have died. I don't want to hear that word. Okay, cool. Respect it. But he had the military come out one time one of our practices for a military appreciation week. Ah. Had the, the Navy SEALs come out. And then uh, they did a, a, a step and march and a little uh, cadence. Yeah. So the whole team jumped behind them and they marched us around the field doing the cadence. Best thing ever. Best experience ever. Harbaugh was the best coach. Harbaugh and Schottenheimer, best two coaches I've ever had. Man, it what sucks is that they both got let go before they should have. And the teams really didn't recover after that. Nope. It goes to show you, front front office, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. You do not know how to make a football team work. You might have a good eye for talent and it can get people there, but you don't know how to make the pieces fit. Harbaugh, Schottenheimer, they were they were puzzle masters. Now uh, the GMs, you guys are the you make the puzzle pieces. Okay. You 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 supply the puzzle pieces. The head coach's job. Make the puzzle pieces fit. Yo, all right. So I was watching NBA Open Court panel of old like Chuck, Shaq, Kenny Smith, all these guys, and they're talking about coaching. And the thing Isaiah Thomas said is he said a good coach coaches from the neck up, and then the shitty coaches basically just coach from the neck down. They work on your fundamentals, your technique, and they don't they don't apply what you need to learn for life and, and then put it in the game. You think that's true? Interesting. Yeah, I think so. Because uh, in athletics, uh, 90% of the game is mental. 
So if your mind is right, body will follow. You know what I'm saying? And you overcome a lot of personal obstacles when you have the right mindset. Like, I don't feel right. I don't feel good. I'm uncomfortable. I'm battling injuries. I'm in a slump. I got to get out of my funk. I'm not getting the right uh, playing time. Um, this guy's holding me. The refs are not on my side. All that stuff is mental. If we can overcome that and still do well, that's the sign of a true champion. But a true champion only is developed through a true coach. Damn. Who is your worst coach? <laughs> Man. I would say the head coach for the Detroit Lions when I was there. Can't remember his name. Caldwell? No. Wasn't it like Swisher? Yeah. Oh, Schwartz. Yeah. Uh, he allowed too much shit to go on on the team. All right. That was not conducive to a. So, Marty Schottenheimer was really good. Jim Harbaugh was really good because he had a lot of crazy talent on the team. And when you have crazy talent, you have crazy personalities. So you have to be able to manage those personalities and get them to the game on Sunday every week. Schwartz didn't do that. He allowed too much stuff to get involved with the daily aspect of it. And he allowed the playmakers to become troublemakers too much. Okay. Solid. Yeah. All right, this is Cal and KO Show. The homie Teeth chilling with us on Anchor. Week one, Chargers, Broncos. We'll be right back. You guys still Charger fans? All right. Staying strong. You gonna come up to Carson? It's not Spanos. I'm telling you, I'm not Spanos at all. Back in 2005, the Spanos family offered to pay 400 million to buy a new stadium and develop the whole land around Falcon. The city said no, because they weren't gonna get the, the right amount of revenue from taxes because they didn't own a majority of, of the, uh, the land. So they said no. And then they, they blocked the Chargers from going anywhere else in the county. Yeah. City Council did that shit. City Council did that shit. So if you're mad at anybody, City Council. The greed, it's just greed. They wanted, they wanted more money. Yeah, Spanos is trying hard to get stay here. This is where they built their bread and butter is built here. Yeah, exactly. They're over the same shit for 15 years A new stadium in San Diego would have made more money than a new stadium in San in L.A. Sharing. Double. They did double. They did $2 billion out here. Look at Easy. Petco Park. Look what Petco Park did to the East Village in that downtown. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, that was a shithole before that. The Padre struck. It's a double-A team at best. But look what it did to, the, look what it did to the, the city. You know, like, that's when you got to look at it. Chargers might not deserve a damn stadium, but the city deserves a stadium. Oh, yeah. I, I, at the end of we the deserve day. a stadium back in 05 when we were doing well. 12-4. Yeah. And, and then the next couple of seasons, we did bomb. Well, next season, not, not too much, but 03 was terrible. 04 was good. 05 was decent until we had injuries. But we went on a streak. There should have been a stadium in the works after 05. Yep. It should have been done. That's an LT Kyle, my boy, was a scouting director. I said, man, you fucked up my team. <laughs> I said, you drafted all these fucking dumbass players and shit and gave away all the, all the Cubs players or Padres. Yeah. Like Chris Bryant, all them cats, now they're the bomb. Bryant, Rizzo. Rizzo. How you like yeah. that? Really Trade him. Yeah. And then he went to the Cubs. You never had it? No. With Epstein, and then you get a ring. Because it's, um, they take the, uh, the work <laughs> with all the, the hops and all that. Um, I know you don't it. like me, but damn. Why and the right board goes the into the, um, the, uh, the tank with the uh, fermentation. They run it past the, uh, the toasted coconut. It's like a little, a big jar, and there's a line that goes through it. 
So it goes through and get So it's just a hint of the coconut. It's a roasted coconut too. What, what, wait, wait, you're talking shit? You're talking shit? It got a golden ale gravity. That's what I'm thinking. No, I feel like I did, huh? It's like a golden ale. It doesn't taste like I did, but it's an idea. Yeah. It's a lot smoother. If you don't go crazy and try to have a sound all night? <laughs> <laughs> if, if you don't, you say, if you don't go crazy and have a sound all night? I can't. I already, I already had my little mini riff with the general before I came out, so I'm making sure that if nothing else, I'm home. I got a whole That's it. Just need to be home. Just need to be home. You fine. She already know what the situation and the climate is with everybody else. So she like, we cool. Oh, T's still in town. Dope. Love to see him if he stays over. KO got stuff going on. Cool. Come on over. But if y'all wake my babies up, <laughs> that's what we got problems. So we we all good. It ain't gonna take much to beat your ass in that baseball game, though. No, you don't want that. You don't want that. Throw me on the side. <laughs> Catch me outside. How about that? Uh, the freedom to have, like you got a little more relaxed, like fuck, I, I can finally drink beer and no one can say shit. Yeah. When my sister turned 21, it wasn't even nothing exciting. You've been going to fucking clubs. You've been in taverns, you 18. Yeah. You were driving this when you were 11. What the fuck you talking about? No, you know, right in there, 18 years old, in there after the game, partying. This break brought to you by Anchor, Cal and KO Show. We're here live at Resident Brewing Company in downtown San Diego talking about football, life, and everything that is in between. Well, actually, football is life, so it's synonymous. But you get my drift. <laughs> Download the app, Anchor app. Download the app. Search out Cal and KO Show and give us a call. Leave your comments. Voice your opinions. Tell us we suck. Tell us you love us. Just don't send dick pics. We don't do dick pics. We don't ever do dick pics. Never do dick pics. No. <laughs> Clip pics. Oh, no. You're going to beat. Again. Again. I ain't got beat since I was 13 when I ran away from home for a day. Okay. <laughs> You're right. Since we got joysticks in our hands, it's not a beating. It's just a stern talking to. You're going to get stern talked to tonight. That's what's going to happen. 12th inning shenanigans don't count. Uh, what you ain't you keep forgetting the last game we played though. You lost 11 5, fam. You're gonna have those games. You're gonna win a third, you're gonna lose a third, but it's the 1 1 games, the 1 run games you gotta win. And you're still, how? what's your record? I don't have, I don't count times. Oh, yeah, yeah, I figured you wouldn't. I figured you wouldn't. I know your record. I know your record. The only thing that counts is the last game you played. Yeah, which goes back to what I originally said. Do you remember the score in that first game? All right, man, we're recording right now. Cal and KO Show, Anchor. Right now, download the app. Cal, K-A-L, and K-O Show. It's not that hard. Go find us. We'd appreciate it. It'd be dope. Uh, Big boxing match coming up this weekend. Triple G, Canelo, thoughts. Let's go. I'm going for Canelo for one reason one reason only. Viva Mexico. I mean, Triple G, he's a good guy, great contender, good for the game. Yeah, good for the game, but, uh, you know, I'm going for Canelo. I think Canelo is, uh, he's, he's the next face of the franchise okay. of boxing. 
rest uh, of a sport, I should say. Right. Um, I just, just real quick, I mean, just so you know, we've got we've got friends with us at the table, all boxing fans, all sports fans. All right, my name is Julian. You know, I'm Mexican, so, you know, I got to go for Canelo, you know. <laughs> hey, if that was the whitest, messiest time to do it, from Julian, watch, yeah, I got to go for Canelo. <laughs> he voted for Trump. <laughs> What do you who you got? You going Canelo as well? Canelo, man, obviously. All right. You know, just like you said, he's the next face of boxing. He is the next face of boxing. He is. Do you guys, uh, you guys feel like he got robbed by face in Mayweather too early? Like he gave him an L hella quick, but if they were to fight now, while Canelo's in his prime, of if course, he fight now, it'd probably go different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think we've been a lot closer. I mean, it was close before, but I think it would have been like, if they were giving it to Mayweather now, it would have been like, no, you know what, like, you need to like review that again. I think the first thought was like, okay, yeah, you know, maybe by a long shot, Mayweather did win, but if they were to fight now, and Canelo's prime, it would have been a lot more debatable. <laughs> I agree with that. I like that too. Yeah. All right. I think Canelo is, is the next face because he's got the energy, he's got the hype, got the crowd. Uh, he has that mystique. Golovkin has that hard face just European I'm gonna be very calm and quiet and mysterious and, and destroy you he's got he's got commercials with Rocky damn it I'm just saying you're kind of a big deal when you get Rocky to be in your commercials Takate commercials that's kind of like saying at my wedding I had the most interesting man in the world and he brought Dos Equis. And that means that my marriage is going to last the lifetime. But that wasn't Rocky. I'm just saying. Rocky, Rocky beat Ivan Drago, damn it. I'm the most interesting saying. man in America. He <laughs> pulled <Oscar>. overhand. He pulled overhand. That was a backup. All right. Well, shit. You had something you wanted to say about gamers. People that oh, yeah. play Madden. Yeah. Let's get right into it. This whole little thing about, you know, Madden has become more intense as the years gone by. I remember the beginning of John Madden football. It didn't require much skill. Nope. Now it requires a little more skill to know a game. But because you're good at a video game does not make you good in real life. Real life is not mirrored in the video game. There are parts of it, like how you go watch a movie, you remember the highlights of a movie, or like watching ESPN. If you watch ESPN and you know the terminology of games, does not mean you know the game itself. The ins and outs, intricacies. To be able to say, because I did well in a Madden tournament, I can go out and coach a football team. You wouldn't know what to do at 30 long on the 43-yard line and to know if your kicker's good or not to be able to make that kick. The crowd conditions, the weather conditions, um, all the things that go into making decisions real-time in football with millions of dollars at stake. Millions of dollars right. at stake. Now, pressure. You act so, differently when there's pressure. Um, you just do. Yeah. It's, it's human nature. Yeah. I agree with that. Now, where I'll 100% agree with you that just because you can play Madden well doesn't mean you can actually play football well. But I could see that, I, and I'm, this is where I'm going to disagree with you to an extent, 
if as the game got more detailed, it went from like Sega Genesis where there were three plays on offense, three plays on defense, and you got six, then you got nine, then you started getting playbooks that were specified for the teams. Now you got to read a cover two. Now you got to know people's roles as you're reading it. So you might be able to, as a fan, look at the game a little differently. But no, you can't go and coach the game differently either. But it gives you a better understanding of the game. And when I'm, and other sports use these video games. NASCAR uses Talladega on the game to simulate their kids driving Talladega. Oh yeah. They have the EA Sports game where they golf the Augusta and get a better sense of it. Agreed. So you can you can become a better you can be more knowledgeable, but that doesn't that knowledge that you get from the video game does not translate to physical success. Like I again, I could go whip some ass at Guitar Hero, but that don't mean I could play a real guitar. <laughs> it's structured different. You feel what I'm saying? So ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, on Anchor, you just heard for the first time in the history of being friends. Cal and Kale actually agreed on something. <laughs> Don't tell nobody that. I think I'm going to edit the fuck out of all this whole break. I'm going to force an we argument. Agreed. We agree. I'm going to force an argument and just be like, nah. No, the best thing about it, though, is that you agreed about it because I used to watch you. Man, so I'll give you history about Cal and Kale. When I first transferred to San Diego State, I used to watch him play video games. I was sitting on his couch. I don't know anybody, so, you know, this is the best I could do with friends. So I found him. <laughs> I found this guy in the street took me to his house we had some beers and i watched him play video games but the thing about it though without knowing the game i could play the game through somebody else yes so i knew football i could tell him hey he's trying to blitz you from that weak side you need to get your your uh you need to put audible and move your fullback over to this side to pick up that that strong side blitz things like that you just know you better hit your tight end yeah you You gotta hit your tight end it's cover two hit the tight end yeah Yeah, right, yeah. The linebackers aren't getting enough depth. Hit a, and, hit a curl at 12 my yards. Room, my, my, my roommate in college was his teammate. So he was sitting there while I'm playing the game and we on the sticks. He's like, shut the fuck up, coach. Why are you trying to coach him? Shut the fuck up. You know what it is, but that don't mean he got to know what it is. Shut the fuck up, coach. And he was like, Rain Man, just like, cover three. Hit the slot on the nine. Hit him right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, but it's like I don't know I don't know the game I don't know how to play that game I've never played Madden in my life I've been on I don't know how many Madden games They're like oh you don't play Madden no I don't play Madden I played in real life why do I want to go home and play on a video yeah, game it's because they robbed you on your ratings though they had you at like a 61 speed but That's you know what shit, you know what's crazy <laughs> that meant like so, so linemen were faster than so you so what I learned what I learned what I learned my ratings were bad but if it actually used me the ratings went up and it was I had higher output than what I was rated to have and it was always like that. They yeah. said that Madden, they, they mimic real life because they have the ratings yeah. or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, there's some quirks in there in the game that people know that make the game. They know the real ins and outs of the sport. So you're able to do things. So that's why I started picking up on that. Hey, they know things that they made the game. But if you're good at the game, it doesn't mean you know what they know because they made the game. If you knew how to make the game, you could beat the game every time in and out. You'd know it. Yo, you remember uh, Dante Hall? Big. I hate him. Bomb ass. Yeah, yeah, he big timed you. I know that that's a yeah. sensitive subject. But there was a story he told when he complained to John Madden when he was still in the booth. He goes, Yo, these ratings that you got me on are some bullshit. He's like, I ran back seven kick returns last year and you got me at like a 73 speed. He's like, I got hurt in my franchise and the paramedics and the ambulance came on the field. And got me off the field faster than I ran. So can you please 
hook my ratings up, dog. Can you please hook my ratings up? And the very next year, he was like, I nice- ran down one side and back up the other side to catch him before he got a touchdown. Rating my ass. Hey, I'm a sixty. Said, I'm a oh, sixty. Good dirty. <laughs> That's a throwback. <laughs> what a touch is that? 